0: lecture topic value of ramadan
1: alhamdulillah alhamdulillah wa kafaa was salatu was salam ala ibadihi nadin mustafa amma ba'du fa a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الذين مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected
2: on my brothers and elders. Whatever importance is given to something is because there is some greatness of it in the heart. A person gives importance to his business, for example, is because there's some importance of the business in the heart. He understands what this business means for him. That this business is the means of his livelihood and he therefore has to take care of it. So he gets there in time, he opens up as per the time that he should be opening the business. He puts the effort that is required in it. He gives it the attention that is due to it, but it's all because he has some importance of that within him. So that translates into what happens outside and in day-to-day life, how he deals with that particular matter. Likewise, there is some very valuable possession, very, very expensive, something of very high value, so that is looked after in that manner as well. It might be even that because of its very high value it's not even kept within the confines of his home it's locked somewhere else in a more secure place but why something else is in his house many many other things are in his home why this particular item is elsewhere because this has a very great value it's treated differently it's given separate treatment because of its importance this is not an ordinary item other things are Okay, we can deal with it. But this Allah forbid, if it goes, something happens, it gets lost, it gets stolen, then the loss would be very great. So therefore this can't be treated like everything else. It has to be treated with special treatment. It has to be secured separately. So everything, depending on what is its value in the heart of a person, how important it is within himself, how much of value it has in his heart, That is how He will deal with it in day-to-day life. So likewise, Allah Ta'ala has also highlighted the value of certain things to us so that we understand what His value is. And we treat it accordingly. And we deal with it accordingly. Because Allah Ta'ala wants us to take the full benefit. Allah Ta'ala wants us to be successful to the highest level. Allah Ta'ala's grace with His servants is that He wants them to be taking the maximum benefit and gaining the best levels of jannat. So Allah Ta'ala has highlighted the value of things for us. Many things directly in the Qur'an Sharif and many things via Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the value was explained so that we take it to heart. The value comes within us and we then treat it accordingly. So among the things that the value of it has been highlighted is the month of Ramadan. And how great this month is, in different ways this has been highlighted. In the Qur'an Sharif itself, Allah highlights the importance of the month of Ramadan by its association with the Qur'an Sharif. شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنَ That the months, months we keep passing one month after the other, Months keep coming and going. So if it was just left like that, we wouldn't understand what is the difference between Ramadan and Shaban. Or Ramadan and Shawwal for that matter. The sun rose in the morning on all the nights of days of Shaban. And the last day of Shaban also the sun rose. And then it set as well. And on the first of Shawwal also the sun will rise. And it will set in its appointed time. And likewise in Ramadan the whole month will go in that manner. So outwardly this month and that month all seems the same. But in Allah Ta'ala's court it is worlds apart. So Allah Ta'ala has placed special value in something. We cannot understand it without turning to the commands of Allah Ta'ala and the Quran Sharif and the Sunnah to understand what this is all about. So in the Quran Sharif Allah has highlighted this importance of Ramadan that the Quran Sharif, so every mu'min understands Quran Sharif Subhanallah. Allah's Kalam that Majiza and miracle that Nabi alaihi wasallam was granted which nobody can ever bring one verse and one part of an ayat similar to the ayat of the Quran Sharif all the literary geniuses they thought they were in the times that have elapsed since then but nobody could produce even a portion of an ayat to the literary excellence of the Quran Sharif or anywhere close to it also. So now that Qur'an Sharif, which has this maqam in position, Allah Ta'ala selected the month of Ramadan for its revelation. شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنَ Now that's one highlight that is given to us, that understand the maqam of the month of Ramadan then. And then Nabi Kareem wasallam when the Sahaba Ikram, they say when it was the eve of Ramadan Kareem addressed them and said, قَدْ شَهْرٌ That a very great month has come upon you. Everybody understands greatness as per his own level. A child understands greatness, something that's great now because that hundred rand he got in his hand. For him that's very great. But for somebody else, that's not even pocket money. So now each person understands what's great according to his level. What can we understand the level of greatness that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi understood having been blessed with even seeing the realities of Akhirat already? So he said, قَدْ أَضَلَّكُمْ شَهْرٌ عَظِيمٌ It is beyond our imagination what is the greatness. Now the issue at hand is that there's so many other ahadith, ayat of the Quran Sharif that highlight the importance. And then Nabi Karim Sallallahu highlighted its importance by teaching us to prepare long in advance, from the first of Rajab, when the moon of Rajab used to be sighted, the lesson of preparation was given. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab yuwa sha'ban Allah grant us in the months of Rajab and Shaaban. What is this barakat? So in this context, the barakat is that we start getting into action now. In this context, that's the barakat. The barakat in amal. So that the momentum builds up from now, by the time the month of Ramadan comes, we are well into the momentum of what we should be doing and how we should be appreciating the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Or else, like the person who wants to run the marathon and he starts starts training the morning before. So he's going to run futile thing, but nevertheless, for the sake of the example, he's going to run one kilometer, ten kilometers and finish off. That will be... A very great achievement if he runs 10 kilometers too. So now the lesson in this dua was, the dua, Allahumma Barik lana fi wa shabhan, And then in that one is Barkat in Amal. And Waballihna Ramadan. That Ya Allah, take us forth to Ramadan. Such a zeal is being expressed. One is to wait for Ramadan in a way like, bracing oneself for some something coming now. Sooner, I hope it doesn't come in a way that's too difficult. The days might be long, might be hot, and I don't know how I'm going to manage. There are many, many big things which take a lot of effort, energy, very high-pressured level, very high-pressured things, but because it has a lot of value for insan in dunya, it might be a very great investment, So he is, despite the challenges, as it's progressing, his eagerness is increasing. And he's putting day and night effort into it. And somebody tries to slow him down. He says, you do your job, I know what I'm doing. Because of that value of that aspect in his life, he's ready for it. And he's eager every coming day, it's more enthusiastic about it. What we are being taught here is to become very enthusiastic for Ramadan. To be waiting for it wholeheartedly. And anticipating Ramadan in a way like a person anticipates something very very exciting, very great. Something of great value to him. For some small little holiday somewhere, the excitement builds up as the days come closer. And Allah sometimes said, a holiday in a place of haram. It's a holiday in some activities of haram. And the person is getting excited as the days are ticking and getting closer, double checking that his booking is in order, like making a booking to Jahannam and making sure it's a place. But Allah forbid even for these kind of things, the excitement starts building up before time. So we are being taught in this dua to build up the excitement for Ramadan. Such a great month is coming, Shahrun Mubarak. And this was the way that the Sahaba Ikram used to anticipate Ramadan. One Tabi'i says that the Sahaba six months in advance would be making dua for Ramadan. And after Ramadan six months making istighfar and asking Allah begging Allah to accept it. So that was a different approach that they had. And it was in the month of Ramadan, the very, very great blessing of Laylatul Qadr, the tafsir, the, the tafsirs of, in, in the tafsirs it is mentioned that the background to this was on one occasion the Sahaba were discussing when they heard from Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about people of the previous nations, that what lengthy lifespans they had and one person had such a lengthy lifespan and for one thousand years he engaged in jihad. So they were astounded at this and at the same time feeling very, very sad about themselves that there's no way we can compete with this one thousand years in jihad itself. So now this was their burning desire to compete in aspects of akhirat. One is rijalul akhirah people of akhirat and our condition is Rijalul Dunya what's the sign how we distinguish between Rijalud Dunya and Rijalul Akhira so for ourselves to check within ourselves every time our gaze falls on something about dunya so the desire I think I should have that as well the car that I'm driving but somebody else is driving something else that's something to look into Whereas what I got, I still can't even, I don't even know all the functions of it. And it's serving me more than well enough. But just because that is something apparently better. What kind of phone I got, somebody else seems to have something more smarter. So now that smartphone that I have is not smart enough. So now that, not that because there's a problem with it, or it's not serving the function that I need, nothing. Just because that dunya has greater attraction in it. Somebody has something in his home which is more attractive than what I might have. So now this is a desire that now I have, that I too should have this. So one thing after the other, and this will never ever come to an end if that becomes the path of a person. Because dunya will keep changing. And there will be more lights in everything. And all colours lights will come up. And all designs of lights will keep coming. And every light is meant to just make him desire more of it. So that is what shaitan will keep pushing in the heart. That is ul Dunya. And Rijalul Akhirah, number one, they content with dunya, what Allah has blessed them with. But, they are all the time aspiring for Akhirat. And they see somebody, mashallah, excelling in deen, that is something they aspire for. That I should try and take inspiration from this. I too should try and emulate this. Good example that somebody has set. I too should try... The sahaba Ikiram used to compete in this... Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an Sharif وَفِي ذَلِكَ فَالْيَتَنَافَسِ الْمُتَنَافِسُونَ That in the matters of akhirat, in matters of gaining this high ranks of Jannat, in this should the competition be. And in the month of Ramadan in particular, in one hadith it is mentioned, Allah Ta'ala sees the competition between you. Competition in what? Not in dunya. And not what people are putting up on their social media that I did this and went here and so on and so forth. No, Allah Ta'ala sees the competition in terms of getting closer to him. And you mala'ika and then Allah Ta'ala boasts about these servants in front of the mala'ika. That these are my servants. Once upon a time you said that, that Are you going to put such people on earth? who are going to combat corruption and shed blood. But look at these servants of mine. How they are competing to get closer to me in akhirat. So, this competition is what Allah Ta'ala loves in deen. Not to say I am somebody better, but how each one can try and get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So, the sahaba kiram when they heard about this, somebody thousand years in jihad, and there was such a deep sorrow in the heart, that we can't match this. This is something beyond our ability. We don't have that kind of 70, 80, 90 years. If somebody reaches, very long. And 100 years, how many reach? So that became a very great sense of sort of they were like feeling deprived. So Allah Ta'ala revealed the ayat of the Quran, Sharif, "Inna anzalnahu fi Qadr wa ma adraka ma Qadr." Laylatul الْقَدْرِ خَيْرٌ min أَلْفِ شَهْرٌ That it is this one night, Allah has blessed such that better than a thousand months. A thousand months, approximately 83 years. Not equivalent, better. How much better? Depending on each person's ikhlas. What effort he put into it. How much of his heart was in it. So now if a person spent 10 Ramadans in such a way, or 12 Ramadans roughly in such a way that he managed to achieve Laylatul Qadr so 12 Ramadans in his life Allah Taala blessed him with and many more but if at least 12 Ramadans he spent in such a way too that he achieved Laylatul Qadr that is already a thousand years of Ibadat and that's actually 12 nights and in the 12 nights Allah has blessed him with thousand years and more how much more Allah knows So now this is Allah Ta'ala's special grace and favor. So now the issue is that what is the appreciation we show for it? And how much we take out of it? So Allah Ta'ala's bounties and his rahmat is pouring, but if a person has got the himself covered with something, he's under the umbrella, he's not going to get anything of that. So what is the preparation now? This is the aspect that Ramadan, we have been taught in this dua of Nabiya Kareem the way of the Sahaba ikram, preparation for it. So what is the preparation that we are supposed to have already started long ago? And if not yet, then immediately. So one preparation is to already have very clear intentions and determinations. Everything starts off with an intention. And not just a passing thought, a conscious intention, and actually a determined intention. Intention of what? Of how we're going to spend this Mubarak month. Allah Ta'ala take us to it. Allah Ta'ala keep us present to witness the Mubarak month. And then how we are planning to spend the Mubarak month. To start off with the intention that I want to achieve the objective of Ramadan. Objective of Ramadan is taqwa. To make that intention. I want to achieve this. With the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise that intention also is not there. It's just that I need to go through the motions. So to start off with that intention. The intention of how we're going to spend the time of Ramadan in a productive manner. Productive for akhirat. So now, without some targets very difficult to achieve anything. person says, I'm going to do the maximum. But he said, no target, sometimes he'll do nothing. His intention was there to do the maximum. But what's the minimum? First set the minimum, and then work the maximum. So there should be some minimum targets first. He says, no, 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 don't worry, I'm going to do the most. But there's no target. So sometimes something else comes up, someday something happened that day how much you did No, today I didn't manage to do anything but there's a target he'll try to work inshallah with the Fazal of Allah Ta'ala, to try and achieve minimum that target so what is the target of tilawat daily what is the target of zikr daily some target of time of dua, basically a kind of program and plan in place some mental plan in place, whatever that a person has some structure in his mind and how he's going to use the mubarak time of Ramadan in a proper manner. He has his need for whatever his work is, he has his need for his rest. But apart from what is necessary, try to maximize the time for what is Ramadan all about. And as far as possible, somebody might not be able to decrease his worldly necessities and work etc. Somebody maybe, to the extent we can, we try to decrease all other worldly engagements business engagements, whatever possible, to whatever extent possible, we can cut out half an hour here, half an hour there, to use that half an hour here and there for deen, for dua, for tilawat of the Quran Sharif. So, one is this plan, this is part of that intention, this is part of that thinking of how I'm going to try and maximize the benefit of Ramadan. Then the intention, mashallah, that is there, which is very Insha'Allah, clear, sincere, determined. But the intention must now be coupled with action from now. The intention must be coupled from action immediately. So what is the action? One part of the action is, as we started off, the intention that I want to achieve the purpose of Ramadan, which is taqwa. So now action from now and the first step to taqwa is toba so this is part of the preparation already sincere toba sincere toba from all the things that we have transgressed the laws of allah taala whatever lapses have happened in our life sincere toba this is going to be the step forward otherwise allah forbid that this Barrier, this obstacle deprives us of the blessings of Ramadan as well. The issue about sins is that this is a shackle. Sins shackle a person. It prevents him from moving forward easily. Now he wants to do things, the thought is there in the mind, but he hasn't removed the shackles of sin. So now that shackles are still there, So now, he can't move towards the masjid, his hands can't lift the Qur'an Sharif, his lips can't move in the Qur'an Sharif, recitation of the Qur'an Sharif, and generally there's a lethargy in terms of deen, but the same time that he felt he was too tired to make Tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, but something else comes in the way, something else which is not part of deen, some futile activity, and then hours can go past, and he'll feel nothing about it. To recite maybe for 15 20 minutes, Quran Sharif was very difficult. But then instead of that, he sat and just got into idle talk and conversation for one hour. Nothing. The time just passed. He said, I don't know what happened. So actually, it sins that shackle a person. It makes a person, it weighs him down. And he can't lift himself in the right Therefore, the toba is necessary. Sincere Tawbah. And together with the toba, as of now, immediately, this we must try and. Because this is the part of the training for Ramadan. Otherwise, like that person who wants to run the marathon and starts training one day before, or the night before, he is not going to go far. So this is not something exclusive to Ramadan, it's supposed to be part of life, but as part of training for Ramadan, so that it can become part of life. That every sin, person now just makes complete toba from it, And puts a complete stop on every haram, every sin, every disobedience of Allah ta'ala. Sins of the eyes, sins of the ears, sins of the tongue, sins of places. Whatever disobedience of Allah ta'ala, to put a complete stop on it, completely. Sincere tawbah and complete stop. And alongside that, to also put a stop on layani. On futility. Because in futility the very least harm, the least harm is that a person's capital will be wasted. Now many a person, he is very concerned now, he sold some property, some asset, whatever, and now given some advice of something, he says, no, no, but then that's going to require me eating out of the capital. I can't eat out of the capital, that needs to get invested. He's so concerned about looking after the capital that now he has a need he is desperate to get something done that money is available but he says no i can't eat out of the capital and the greatest capital allah taala has blessed us with is the capital of life and every moment of life the capital of time allah taala takes a qasam upon this in the quran sharif asr lafi khusr Allah ta'ala takes a qasam by time and says an insan is at a total loss. Except the one who uses his time in a way that pleases Allah ta'ala. He brings iman, he brings amal as-saliha in his life, and he enjoins the right, and he enjoins sabr and patience on one another, Surah Al-Asr. He's out of this loss. So time, the value of time. The least about futility, the harm is, is like he's forget eating out of his capital, he's throwing it away. One is eating at least he ate it. But imagine the person taking the capital and throwing it away. Dumping it in the sea. So now that becomes the least harm of layani and futility. That ours sometimes will go in things which are of no benefit whatsoever. Neither dunya and deen is far away. That's the least of layani. Layani means futile things which don't have any benefit in deen. Neither any benefit in dunya. Sometimes it's just an imaginary thing that this is benefiting me, but there's no benefit in reality. And though it may not be haram in itself, but it's no benefit either way. And the issue about layani is and futility that the border of layani and haram meet. Like one person's property now, it stops at a certain point, but the neighbor's property is at the same point. The border is one line. So the border of layani and haram, they are right at the same point. So when a person is in layani, in this property of layani, he comes right sometimes to the border. When he's right at the edge, it's very easy to just slip over. And that's what happens often. Very often that happens, that a person sees, but I was just doing something that was fine. It wasn't haram. I don't know what happened. don't know what happened is you have... Playing around the border now, so you're gonna fall in. So to stop that layani from now, otherwise it won't stop in Ramadan. If it doesn't stop now, very hard to stop later. Because later it'll stop for one day. It'll stop for two days. But old habits, they say die hard. You have to kill it now. If we kill the old habit now, inshallah the month of Ramadan, our capital won't get wasted. We'll be able to maximize the benefit of the capital. So that Tawbah from all sins and putting a full stop to all layani and futility from now and the smartest thing to do in terms of staying away from futility all social media and all the internet and all these other things completely out of the system because these are the things that then take a person's time away take his attention away and distracts his thinking to things that are of complete no benefit, in fact harm. So these are the things to now become very conscious about. So one is the intention, programming ourselves, sincere toba and then from now, making that firm determination, and then stopping all the sin, obviously that's totally wrong, has to stop. Likewise, even layani and futility, to put a stop on that as well. Then together with this, to start... Making ourselves accustomed to what has to be done in Ramadan. So one is mashallah, Ramadan is all about fasting. Sallatala so give tawfiq, a few fasts a person keeps now. But out of preparation for Ramadan, people like us have been Nabi Salah has advised don't fast in the second half of Shaban. To just make sure that the energy and the strength that is required in Ramadan is preserved. Somebody can manage it well and good. But the general advice for people like us is, but nevertheless, that was something Nabi Salaam did. He used to fast excessively in Shaban, out of preparation for Ramadan. Then Ramadan is the month of Tilawat, the month of Quran Sharif. If that starts now, inshallah, it will continue to a better level later in the month of Ramadan. If we decide to start at the first of Ramadan, it may start and it will dip very quickly after a few days, two, three days, five days, because there isn't this momentum growing up from before. So from now to start of tilawah of the Qur'an Sharif, set some time for dua, dedicate some time for zikr, dedicate some time for other ad- ad- amal, nawafil salah from now, start becoming habitual of performing the various nawafil. Inshallah, this will then lead up to the month of Ramadan, where all this will be part of the system. And the maximum benefit that is to be derived from the Mubarak month of Ramadan, inshallah that will be derived with the Fazal of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the approach, this is the mindset that we have to build up, that this Mubarak month will come and go, we don't know whether we are going to be around, and if we are around, the month will come and go, but what we have taken from it? Ramadan will come, Ramadan will go, but what have we taken from it? That's the big question. How we prepare ourselves from now, how we conduct ourselves in these times, Already in this Mubarak month of Shaban, that is what will take us in a very healthy way, spiritually healthy, towards the month of Ramadan. And when the month of Ramadan has come and gone, the month would have gone, but we would have changed for the better from within. It not just externally things changed, but the heart would change. The heart would get connected to Allah Ta'ala. And the aspirations would become akhirat. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala enable us to prepare for this Mubarak month. And Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq that we maximize the opportunities of these great nights and great occasions. Wa دَعْوَانَاً da'wana for a few minutes.
0: The most
1: important الله is that the Lord is the one whos the one whos Ya Rabbi, salli wa sallim nāimā abadā alā habībika khayr al-khalqī kullihimī jazallāhu anā nabiyyana muhammadan sallallāhu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlum la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah
0: la ilaha illallah La na illallah. Allah na La Allah illallah. na Allah La na illallah. Allah na La Allah na in the law, la ilaha in the la ilaha in the law, la ilaha in the la ilaha in the law, la in the illallah <laughs> the law, the law, the in Allah law, la ilaha in the law, la ilaha law, la in the law, la in the law, la in the law, la ilaha in the law, la ilaha Inna the Inna. in the law, nah Inna Inna. Illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala Wa Sallam Allah Allahu Jalla Jalaluhu Amma Nawaluhu Allah 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 La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu
1: tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka al-shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam abima huwa ahluhu. يا رب صل وسلم
2: دائماً أبداً على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وعفو وتكرم وتجاوز
1: عما تعلم إنك أنت العز الأكرم ربنا توفنا
2: مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان اللهم سلمنا لرمضان وسلم رمضان لنا وسلمه لنا متقبلا ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا رَبَّنَا فَخَفِّفْ عَنَّا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ
1: الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدتَّنَا عَلَىٰ رُسُلِكَ وَلَا
2: تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الْمِيعَادِ إِلَٰهُ الْعَالَمِينَ اللَّه أُمُسْمِصِفُ الْمُغْرِيشُ مُسْكِينٌ مُوسْلِفِنْ اللَّه إِلَٰهُ اللَّه فُغِيفَاسِي اللَّه فُغِيفَاسِي يَا اللَّه Forgive us, Ya Allah, forgive the entire ummah of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah, make us your loyal slaves, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, free us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul <inaudible> Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya <inaudible> Allah, the traps of nafs and shaitan, we have fallen in Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it only brought misery to us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is no place and no peace in anything but in your obedience, Ya Allah ilahul <laughs> alamin, <laughs> bring us to your obedience ya Allah ya Allah bring us to the mubarak way of nabiya kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah save us from following the ways of the yahood and nasara ya Allah ilahul alamin, ya, Allah, ya Allah, grant us istiqamat on deen ya Allah ilahul alamin, enable us to reach the mubarak month of Ramadan ya Allah. ya Allah enable us to use the mubarak month of Ramadan correctly ya Allah ya Allah grant us the tawfeeq of the correct preparation for Ramadan from now ya Allah ilahul alamin, save us from all haram ya Allah save us from layani and futility ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Enable us to maximize the tirawat of the Quran Sharif Ya Allah To keep our time engaged in zikr and dua Ya Allah In all the good a'mal Ya Allah Elahul Alameen Ya Allah Connect our hearts to you Ya Allah Fill our hearts with your muhabbat Ya Allah Grant us taqwa Ya Allah Grant us taqwa Ya Allah Bless us with the wealth of taqwa Ya Allah, Allah, ya Allah All those who are sick Give them shifa, kamila, Ajila daima. Allah Remove every trace of their ailments Ya Allah Ya Allah, in any difficulty hardship. (تصفيق) الله العالمين لمولد عافيه الله ilahul alameen alamin Ya Allah, grant Barkat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Grant abundant, halal, and tayyib risk with Barkat, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of downfall and haram things, Ya Allah. alameen al-Alamin, Ya Allah. All those who asked us to make dua for them, all who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah, fulfill each one's dying needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirah, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in deen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in dunya, Ya Allah. The world, Ya yeah, Allah, wherever our Muslim brothers and sisters are. Allah, whoever is in any suffering, pain, hardship, Ya yeah, Allah, remove it with Afiyat, Ya yeah, Allah. Alameen in particular, Ya yeah, Allah. O brothers and sisters in Palestine, Ya yeah, Allah. Allah, you shower your rahmat upon them, Ya yeah, Allah. You grant them Afiyat, Ya yeah, Allah. Allah, you safeguard them and protect them, Ya yeah, Allah. Protect their Iman, Ya yeah, Allah. Protect their amal, Ya yeah, Allah. Protect their life, wealth, and honor, Ya yeah, Allah. Alameen, Ya Allah. You grant them open and clear victory, Ya yeah, Allah. الہ العالمین we submit to Ya Allah, your hikmat ya we cannot fathom ya Allah. Ya Allah, we submit entirely to you ya Allah. We are most weak ya Allah. We are begging for your afiyat ya Allah. We are begging for afiyat for ourselves ya Allah. For every single Muslim on the earth ya Allah. Allah Willil- ya Allah. You grant us a topic of doing all that pleases you ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you ya Allah. Ya yeah Allah, grant us a topic of tawbat and nasuh ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from every haram ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us every khair and barakah ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah, all that we have asked for ya Allah out of your grace and mercy grant it to us ya Allah what we should have been asking for ya Allah give it to us without asking his as well, Ya Allah Allah, yeah. inna nas'aluka bin khayri ma sa'alaka min nabiyyika wa habibuk, sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'athathaka min wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam antal musta'an wa alaykal bala ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه جمعين والحمد لله